Good day. You're tuned into Free City Radio. I'm your host, Stefan Christoph in Montreal. Thanks so much for tuning in. On the edition this week, we are going to be hearing a conversation that I recorded in Amsterdam with Sjord Stock, who is a longtime community arts organizer, just an awesome person who uh, has been involved in an artist cooperative in downtown Amsterdam in the Netherlands called Oki for many years. This is a building, but it is also um, a space where there's a lot of community arts events, uh, kids programming, a lot of punk concerts, experimental music shows uh, right downtown. It's an old city municipal building that was squatted for many years by artists and activists and slowly uh, it became uh, recognized and now is an arts cooperative. Uh, Oki hosts other events around the city and has long ties to the squatting movement in Amsterdam and the intersections of art and activism. I think this conversation is important because you can hear about um, possibilities around alternative conceptions of how to use urban space. Uh, a lot of what you know an in initiative like Oki has achieved, uh, official structures of power in Western countries would deem impossible. Uh, squatting a municipal building and turning it eventually into an art center that is vibrant and essential to independent and alternative cultural life in Amsterdam. Um, I had the pleasure of uh, speaking with Sjord uh, in Amsterdam uh, in the winter, and I wanted to share our conversation here on Free City Radio. Here is our exchange. Okay, well, we're in Amsterdam, and um, a lot of people listening to the show would remember that there was a lot of squat uh, actions and movements that happened here in the city and a lot of independent cultural spaces. Um, you're involved in one of them, OCC. I, I, Oki. I think first, can you just introduce yourself uh, and share with us what is Oki? Uh, my name is Sjoerd, um, Sjoerd Stolk. I run uh, full-time the, the space. It's an independent cultural center in it. And its history is 30 years ago. It started in a free space that was here since the early 80s the building is like a collective run free space we have two house groups and 14 15 groups that that do theater info activism food uh, fixing stuff um, and we have uh, a kids program for the neighborhood for all the young uh, newborns, kids, yeah, um, we run it with a collective that varies between 40 to 200 people that, that come on a regular base, set up their own gigs and host the events. Um, everybody at the events are, are volunteering so we can give what comes in to the artists and with the bar we don't make any profit and we don't have a bar after we only have a bar after the show and not on on, on regular nights 
and with that we can pay uh, rent for our space and for maintenance because it's a 150 year old wooden building <laughs> it's a monument in, in, in and we um, yeah pay a fixed price every month to our own collective so we can maintain it and, and, and do proper work on the wood and paintings but we also did foundation already and, and walls and everything wow. and, and the roof so it's a lot of uh, communal work with the space and with the music we try to, to bring artists uh, from all over the globe uh, from with a kind of dissident voice and, 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 and the program is it started way back in the punk movement but now it's everything possible from improv classical music electronic stuff and uh, performance art or yeah a little uh, bit of everything um, I'm involved for 20 years officially since 2005 but before that I was already here seeing great artists like Shalabi effect was my first show here and, uh, Aiden, one speed bike, came a few times from Montreal. So I know a little, a few people from, from your area for a long time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really um, know what I'm doing. I mean, I, I do everything from, from, from the bar to promotion, from, from programming to... to cleaning toilets it's it's a little bit like everything and uh, with the collective that that comes and goes you have like uh, at the moment still a few people that are connected for 30 years but also young kids come and go and uh, at the, uh, since a few years we have a uh, little funding from the art art uh, department of the city of Amsterdam for four years we have a fixed amount so we can pay our uh, o uh, overhead mm -hmm. and 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 we still kind of run the events what comes in goes out like uh, and, and we keep a little percentage for the tax that we have to pay and and for the permits that we need to to open a bar in Amsterdam but um, yeah most of us come from the squat movement I've been involved with direct action groups since since ever actually and we still have a strong connection or with the youth that's still activists or they're still uh, squatting and we can always uh, yeah help sometimes we do benefit nights to make a little money for uh, fixing stuff or buildings or court cases nowadays it's all it's really easy to evict a, a squat in Amsterdam or Netherlands since the new law is uh, yeah the owner can just go to court and ask for permission to evict and then the judge will nine out of nine times say yes evict and uh, yeah but there's still a lot of things going on for for short time and there's a pretty young group called kids from Mokum or Mokum Kraakt Mokum Squad group for yeah kids that grew up in the scene and are now old enough but have to wait 10 50 years for for a house and they can't wait that long so there's still a lot of uh, yeah things going on mm -hmm. but uh, of course uh, 
most of the squads are gone since 2010. The city of Amsterdam has a strong eviction policy, but um, yeah, places like Oki comes from the first wave from the 80s squad movement, and we are legal since 92 or something. Okay. So to sort of like locate the cultural space that you're involved in, in a way this came from an action, right? Like a lot of times when people, I think, sort of mainstream discourse in North America to open a cultural space, you would, okay, let's, can we get public funding? Okay, is there a business model, etc. cetera, right? Um, the idea that an activist intervention could actually launch a cultural space is something I think could be really interesting for people to hear a bit more about. Mm -hmm. This idea that that an intervention can sustain over yeah. many years yeah, yeah, yeah. and the idea of like Oki as an intervention. I, I think 99% of the cultural spaces in Amsterdam come from a squat movement from the 60s already, like also the, the mainstream or main, main stages like Paradiso and Melkweg, the Milkway, the people know maybe uh, they come from, from, from occupation and, and, and resistance in the 60s. And, and a lot of property from the city of Amsterdam, like hospital, former hospitals or former schools or, or, or industrial areas, a lot of that, these places were squat in the 70s and 80s and are still maintain or still run as a collective uh, space for, for social or cultural events and Amsterdam is a huge uh, example for that and, and the students or the people that are now young and, and try to occupy places it's not only for living but also for, for sharing and doing activist info nights uh, and, and gatherings and, and not just parties and, and or living it's it's broader it's wider it's a lot of uh, yeah to 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 to, to keep the, the city affordable and 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 yeah f uh, like uh, people's kitchens like uh, f food for donation and and, and uh, uh, yeah uh, a lot of benefits events just to raise money or or, or, or awareness about uh, uh, the situation in the world and and and, and gather solidarity or or, or yeah uh, make the city a little bit uh, livable and affordable and, and fun <laughs> yeah well I mean this idea of uh, Oki like even when you approach the building on the outside it stands out yeah it's so it's hard to describe it's, but it's, it's yeah we, we, we uh, it, it's like a fairy tale and and we found out that the original architect is a Russian architect moved to the Netherlands late 1880s or 1800 no, 19th century and he found an image of a painting by Hartmann a Russian painter that did an exhibition in St. Petersburg in 1800 something about uh, the book, the saga of Baba Yaga, the hut on chicken legs. And, and the, the, the image of the hut on chicken legs is really remarkable, like copy paste of the facade of our building. And, and 
it's uh, it's amazing if you go into that because Mugorski, the composer, made a composition for the exhibition of the paintings of uh, Hartmann. So there is also kind of a soundtrack already for the building. And, and Mussorgsky was a crazy composer that drank himself to death. And, and wow. Baba Yaga was kind of a known saga in, in, and kind of a rebellion person. But it's also kind of looks like the... Yeah, the the house of uh, uh, Hans and Gretel, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Brothers Grimm? It's 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 kind of a fairy tale building, but it's it's serious. We do serious stuff. <laughs> uh, it was a, a, a city building before. Um, it was built uh, for the first public transport in Amsterdam, horses and cars. So they come from the Vondelpark, the main park, the city, the center of Amsterdam, oh. and they drove in. There's two buildings we have, and one was for the horses, and our spot was for the cars. But uh, as soon as it was finished, electricity came, and they start to run the tram and the public transport on electricity. And these were a little bit too big; they couldn't make the entrance, so they rebuilt it. And we know that in the Second World War, the Germans used it as a hostel for their militaries. And after that, the city of Amsterdam, who was at that time the main house corporation of Amsterdam, they used it as a repair work space for, for, for rebuilding after the, 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 the Second World War. But they moved in '84, and as soon as it came empty, uh, uh, they squatted the whole complex with a group of hundreds of activists from Amsterdam that just lost their squat in the center and there was a call out that day uh, day of disorder and they squat everything in Amsterdam in one day that was possible as much as possible and from that day there's still like 20 25 30 buildings run collectively from the yeah, that area with low contract or with with contracts now with the city but with low low costs and uh, yeah, we, we have kind of a, a gather together every now and then and, and try to, to, to keep things going on and keep a fist to the real estate and uh, the foreign money that takes over the, the, the city. So we have like, a, an, uh, yeah, there's two, two, two collective in a way. One is called Amsterdam Alternative and the other is the yeah, Stelling from Amsterdam. And I don't know really how to translate Stelling. But um, it's like uh, a network they built like for the f first world war they built like bunkers around town to, to keep the city protected mm -hmm. and that's called stelling yeah, that, yeah it's like um, so like now yeah but we are called stelling from Amsterdam because most of the places are in the harbor in these two areas outside of the center and there are a few places like Oki in the center but together we kind of yeah uh, protect the commerce into the cultural world or into the Amsterdam city and uh, yeah we make a we have a website with the agendas from all the places and we have a bi-monthly newspaper with interviews and articles about uh, resistance and, and 
oud, uh, cult, uh, wat is het? Ja. Uh, uh, yeah. Our way of doing squatting or whatever, activism. But ja, um, yeah. your actions are direct actions. There's a long history of this. People taking over buildings. I think you know people listening to this program will remember some conversations we had with artists who were involved in the squats of the East Village in New York City, York City um, and some of the artists that were important to that process too. Um, I think in this current moment, I'm wondering if you could share anything about the importance of continuing to see direct action as a political possibility. Because I think now with social media, there is this very um, complex moment where a lot of the issues that anarchist and anti-authoritarian movements have talked about for many years, autonomy, decolonization, uh, gender justice, have become more and more um, discussed within the mainstream but there's not a lot of uh, organizational action where we see these ideas um, hitting reality. And we are seeing protests, which is mm -hmm. amazing. Um, so I'm just wondering if you could talk about the importance of the idea of direct action in this moment, its continued importance. Uh, ooh, it's a big topic. It is a big topic, yeah. yeah I kind of, you know, dived into it when I was a youngster I saw these squats and I saw there was a lot of things happening there and of course you had the discotheque and the bars where <laughs> that was not happening and I decided that eh, I want to be part of it and, yeah. and, and the topics were important to me I want eh, free spaces and, and, and being yourself and non-violence etc that was important so I, I found out that, that these places were great and, and, and solid Solidarity was possible, and and you don't need do the the looks, etc. So, for 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 me, that's always been part of the way I wanted to live, and 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 yeah, start direct actions to 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 continue, and not just keep the places that already were there, but and and with the young people that I knew, open new spaces and and bring new people in, etc., etc. So it's always been there for me. And, and important and, and um, that's still going on in Amsterdam as well that 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 the, the young people are still looking for these spaces and, and make new ones because there's not enough at the moment for everyone in that way and and it's uh, yeah continuing but at the same time uh, yeah I don't I don't know really the social media what the role is at the moment for this. I'm just contrasting yeah. between something that's very digital, it's very on your screen, as opposed to like a very physical manifestation of mm -hmm. politics, which is like a squad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just interesting to think about um, this, this moment um, in terms of like, how do we manifest a lot of ideas that are being spoken about online that are very important in physical reality? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and here what they do is, 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 is of course, after an, an, a squat action, they use banners and fireworks and make it really like a big happening. And that these images go online. Uh, okay, okay. And then, then, 
yeah, you have to occupy and sit there for four weeks and do nothing. But that's wow. not. And for 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 the media, it's just the moment and and the people on the street and the fireworks and the banners, with with why they were doing it and 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 that uh, that's. And as a street rave as well, we do every year. Uh, like reclaim the street. Stuff. Yeah, with the sp- with the sound uh, systems on the cars and and like a parade through the city, and then stop somewhere and 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 just and then afterwards, we do uh, parties everywhere or or benefit events and info shop nice. and 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 just to 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 make uh, yeah. Recently, you were mentioning that there was a squat action in Amsterdam oh, yeah. to to protest the presence of a Russian uh, business well, person. The the, the 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 big oligarchs in in from from Russia they're on a blacklist, and uh, they have property in the Netherlands, yachts, but also houses. And there's one house near the Vondelpark. Which is a very it's the posh area, posh, yeah. and and it's like f- f- I think three, four f- floors, and he was renovating these apartments, and it's from a Russian oligarch who is on this blacklist, and the kids that squat the place had a court case and they won it because um, everyone that's working for or with the guy is already the guy is Putin. It's not Putin, no, but oh, it's it's a fr- it's a friend okay, it's okay. a friend of Putin, and 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 yeah. So as long as he's on the blacklist, they can stay for sure. But also, um, the, there's no going to be uh, no eviction at the moment. So this is happening now. This is happening now, and and there's more, uh, yeah, s- hopefully more to follow. So if somebody was visiting Amsterdam, uh, they can come and check out what's happening at Oki. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we have, uh, yeah, we're not in the central, we're not very central of Amsterdam, we're in the south side, but we're on the end of the Vondelpark, so it's a nice walk. Yeah. And um, yeah, we have uh, a people's kitchen, uh, anarchist group that runs a library, mm. an info shop, you can get your amps fixed. You can, there's a recording studio, and we, nice. d- we, yeah, uh, with other theater that's more into the f- the origin. They're here for 35 years, but they're originally from uh, Brazil. Okay. So they had just had a big party when Luna was uh, elected. Like living theater. Yeah, yeah, there were like three, four hundred people on the street in, f- in front of the building because couldn't get in, and they were singing all night. That wow. was n- now they uh, have fucking complaints from the neighborhood, but <laughs> that was a uh, was a uh, yeah. sounds beautiful. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's a people's place. We have a free uh, free or what is it a giveaway shop, free shop, and. Um, program weekly kids program and and almost two three shows a week with live music local in international bands yeah and tonight uh, we we hit the church <laughs> that should be good yeah. thank you so much for chatting okay yeah, thank, thank, you, thank you Stephen. thank, thank you. you that was a conversation with Sheard stock who is one of the key organizers of an independent cultural space in Amsterdam called Oki. 
This is a space that comes out of the squatting movements and independent arts networks in the city that were really exploring the intersections of art and activism in downtown Amsterdam. And this space continues and is vibrant today. Uh, Oki, I would really uh, encourage you to check out their work. Um, so thank you so much, Sjord, for taking the time for this conversation. And uh, this has been another edition of Free City Radio, the 160th show. I'm Stefan Christoph. Every week I share a conversation that I've recorded here in Montreal or in other places around the world. And our program broadcasts on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on CGLO 1690 a.m. also in Geogiagi, Montreal on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. on CKUW. That is 95.9 FM in Winnipeg, Treaty 1 territory of the Métis Nation in Manitoba. On CFRC, that is 101.9 FM on um, Wednesdays at 11.30 a.m. And on CFUV, that is in Victoria, British Columbia, on um, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and iTunes. We are a podcast. Just look us up, Free City Radio. Uh, subscribe, tell a friend. That's how the word spreads about the show. Our archives are at soundcloud.com slash freecityradio. I will end the program today with some music from The X, which is a music uh, band collective in Amsterdam that has a long relationship with the space that you've heard about today, Oki. Uh, in, in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. I'll be back next week. I'm Stefan Christoph in Montreal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you.